0: Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a
1: conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hey guys, it's Pastor Chris. Welcome to episode 21 of the My Home, My Mission podcast. I'm here in studio with... Jordan Reese, my partner in crime. Jordan. Welcome back, and I'm excited about this episode, just like I was the last one. That's exactly right. We have a special guest with us today who joined us and kind of kicked off a subject in Episode 20, our friend Joe Landy from down at Kingsland Baptist in Katy, Texas, outside of Houston. Joe, welcome back.
2: Man, good to be back with you guys. Thanks for having me.
1: We are grateful to have you back. There was so much wisdom in uh, the subject we were kicking off last Uh, time we got together last week, and it was such a big deal uh, on the subject of goal setting and setting goals for our family and the importance of that. So uh, let me just kind of recap for you. If you're just jumping in at episode 21, you missed episode 20. uh, First of all, first thing I would beg you to do is just pause, uh, just hit stop, go back to episode 20, listen to that, because it really does set the foundation for what we're going to talk about today. uh, Because in it, Joe kind of recapped or talked about Uh, The objective of goal setting, how to establish Mm -hmm. maybe uh, and articulate your mission, vision as a family sort of deal. And then, you know, kind of the process he and his wife uh, go through in establishing um, uh, family goals and uh, pursuing those. And, you know, uh, Joe, one of the things that I think is absolutely amazing uh, about our conversation Mm -hmm. and about the direction here is how intentional it is and how, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just that you guys are pursuing this together as a couple and raising your children to do this, but you're actually setting a DNA, uh, with your kids about being intentional, willful, objective, uh, oriented in the way they do things. And, and that's really more of a learned behavior than a, uh, an instructional kind of thing. Would you agree with that? Right.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the reality is, like I think we mentioned in the last podcast, people set goals for their health, for their companies, but they fail to realize their family is the, is, is an organization too. It's it's probably mm. the most important area that you'll ever set goals. I heard Dr. Steve Jones is on, on staff here at Kingsland. He said once something that I'll never forget. He said, nobody in this universe is going to care more that you existed than your family.
1: Mm, come on. And well, that's so... Good.
2: You know, like that, that, that always struck me. So I'm like, man, I i got to pour in some effort, uh, intentionality. I love that you keep bringing that up, Pastor Chris. So of just intentionality with my family instead of just aimlessly wandering through life, you know, with my spouse and my kids being intentional of where you really want to end up and investing in your kids, being the primary faith trainer. And I think it's all that, that time is, is well spent. So, hmm. yeah.
0: Well, Joe, I, I want to uh, I want to share your article with our listeners, Five Tips for Pursuing Family Goals, over on EmpoweredHomes.org. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes for this. But you, sure. if you're listening, you want to go and, and look at that and read that and just really take some time to process um, some of the things that Joe writes. I, I think it would be really helpful to you. We're going to talk through some of those today. And I think a good place to start, Joe, would be, uh why and how often uh how often should we set goals when when should we sure. start goal setting
2: yeah absolutely i think the the yearly calendar gives you some really nice spots you know kind of points to where you can like refresh your memory kind of recalibrate uh and you know those families that have kids you know i megan and i my wife and i like to think in semesters in particular So you've got the yearly, you know, we like to set yearly goals. Of course, in January, a lot of people do that, call it New Year's resolutions, call it goals, call it dreaming for the year. You know, people have their words and stuff like that. I'm a big fan of all that stuff. I I don't have anything wrong with setting those goals, but we like to sit down kind of towards the end of the year, December, January, and start going, Hey, what do we need to celebrate from last year? That was great. What do we need to, you know, adjust? And then we kind of set our big yearly goals. And then from there, it's every 90 days. I I like to look at the year as quarterly. And we'll probably talk about this a little bit later, but, you know, you're setting your big goals for the year and then you're taking small steps to kind of accomplish those things. And I like to think of the small steps as those quarterly kind of checkpoints. Mm -hmm. uh, Remember that's March, April, uh, June, July, or right at the school year. So again, I mentioned the school year. January is a great time where everybody's kind of, you know, re-gearing up for the new year. August, September is a great time of year because it's okay. It's a new school year. So you're kind of recalibrating there. So there's, there's certain checkpoints throughout the year that you can kind of reassess where your goals are at. But I always start, Megan, I always start in January going, all right, here's our big dream vision for the year. Now let's kind of like uh, carry that out and kind of see how things are going every 90 days, readjust, keep moving towards our, our big goals. So That's good. That's good.
1: So um, I love in your in your big five, as you lay out there, we're reviewing your dreams. So you've got a kind mm-hmm. of a vision dream. Here's who we are. Here's who God's called yep. us to be, that kind of deal. And that sort of sets the priority. Talk about now um, – Hey, our family is—you um, know—you went through—you went through on the the Landys, and you were you were explaining yep. the, these key core values that kind of uh, come out with your family: love God and others, speak the truth, never quit, uh, dream mm-hmm. wildly, inspire others. Talk about how maybe you set goals that are maybe stretch goals, even uh, sure. toward some of those things.
2: Yeah, and so our big goals. You know, For example, a couple of our big goals are we commit to glorifying God in our marriage. We mm-hmm. commit to cultivating an environment for our kids to own their faith and follow Jesus. We commit to positioning our family as an instrument to advance God's kingdom. And when I think of big goals, I think of like those are like, hey, those are, uh, we mentioned last in the last show, last podcast, you know, the bowling alley example, my goals are like my target, you know, I've got my guardrails of what, hey, I'm not going to be about cultivating an environment that my kids aren't being pointed to jesus i'm gonna i'm gonna cultivate environment for my kids to walk with jesus follow jesus and whatnot and so actually the stretch goals i think you called it before we pushed record pastor Mm -hmm. chris uh god-sized goals or god-sized you know dreams i love that because i think sometimes you're just like lord in 30 years what do i really want well i want to see my my kids Mm -hmm. following jesus and their kids following jesus you know i want to see i want to see that happen so but again you but I think what we're going to lead into is taking the small steps because you can't just stop there. You have to dream big, of course. And that takes some work and that takes some effort because not everybody has been encouraged their, in their entire life to dream to dream big. Come on. And again, that comes back to prayer. You know, That comes back to seeking the Lord's counsel. Like, Jesus, what is it that you really want us to accomplish? And if the Lord puts something on your heart that you're like, oh, my goodness, that's huge. Like, how are we ever going to do that? Well, that's a good sign that you've got a good God-sized god <laughs> sized Big goal right there. So,
1: yeah, uh, uh, I don't know who it was, but someone once said, "If you can explain what you have by your own power, God's yet to get the glory." So mm-hmm. when you have mm-hmm. a goal like you kicked off that we commit to glorifying God in our marriage, man, that's a right. big yeah. audacious goal because right. you know life happens between Sunday and Saturday, and uh, everything in right. marriage may not look like God glorifying stuff. So uh, right. that's a big big goal. How do you, uh, I guess, take steps toward that? What are your kind of your checkpoints or what have you in that?
2: Yeah, I love, you know, um, for example, one of our goals, you know, our kids, like I mentioned, create an environment for our kids to own their faith, to follow Mm -hmm. Jesus, to walk with Jesus. You know, that's a very vague thing. You know, I, I would, I would venture to say all of your listeners, probably anyone listening to this, would say yeah that's my goal for my kids absolutely I want them to know mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. and intentionality is great but it means nothing if you don't put feet to it if you don't put put it on your calendar if you don't put mm-hmm. maybe finances behind it and so uh what your your small steps are kind of like how am I gonna level up I I read a, a leadership book once that was talking about setting goals and they kind of equated it to a video game I don't know how many people listen to to play video games but you know when you're playing a video game you're trying to beat the game but they have these levels that yep. you're trying to beat or you're trying to get the the better car to race faster and stuff like that and so you take these small steps and uh i think it's actually dan and chip Heath's uh book uh that they were talking about this but mm-hmm. i look at, at at goals like that so when i when i'm setting goals for the year yes i set the big goals but then i sit down and i go by march 31st this is what i want to do so for example if my big goal is to help logan and riley walk in faith well by march 31st i want to help my son memorize romans 12 mm-hmm. and so i'll put that specific goal right there that's a stretch goal for sure for my 11 for my year old son but i know that every single morning now when we get in the car and i'm dropping my son off hey we're memorizing one verse from romans 12 we're reviewing it and going after it and, and actually this past year that was One of the things that we did uh, accomplish is my son and I memorized Romans 12 together, and I know that's going to be written on his heart moving forward. Uh I don't, I don't know what 30 years from now is going to necessarily look like, but I know that hey, Logan and I put some time and effort. I would have never done that had I not set goals. So, I I like to take little steps. Yeah, I know what's
1: true about that. The first time he's sitting around teaching a, a small group at 25 or 30 years old and some. Person says to him, "Man, I can't memorize scripture." He's going to be able to mm-hmm. look at him and go, "Man, when I was ten, I memorized the twelfth chapter of Romans with my dad, <laughs> yeah. one yeah. verse at a time." Wow. So don't tell me you mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, um, yeah. And no you made that happen through little steps. So, mm. yeah, very cool. Absolutely.
0: These are the these are the goals. These these smaller steps. Yeah, uh, those are the ones that can easily be set aside for in, in place of busyness mm-hmm. when the end of sure. the day comes and it's chaotic and you're tired and all the th- you know, um, I, I like how you, you talked about these checkpoints and having a mm-hmm. way to sort of hold ourselves accountable to these, um, that kind of leads us to the number four part of your article where you yep. said relentlessly pursue them. Let's, let's talk about that for a minute. It, it actually takes a lot of effort to pursue these goals. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I think we mentioned it, too, in the last podcast, intentions mean nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to, you know, you're going you're gonna to take the time and effort to pray, you're going to take the time and effort to write things down. But they can't just stay there on paper. They mm-hmm. can't just stay in your mind and you talk about them. You actually have to put, like I keep saying, feet uh, or something tangible to them. And the biggest thing that I've found for me that looks like is my calendar, so unless I'm getting ahead of my schedule and I'm actually calendar now I calendar what's important. I'll, mm, cal- that's right. I'll calendar, mm-hmm. I will calendar, you know, meetings with people at work here or meetings with students. Cause I'm a student pastor or I'll calendar time to study God's word to prepare for a sermon or prepare for a message. Cause why? Because that's important to me. But do I take the same type of intentionality? Do I take the same type of drive when it comes to calendaring time with my family? And so I personally, Honestly, I growing up, I never, we never did family trips, really. We never really did, you know, t- intentional time, like, going out. I, I have great parents. Nothing. I'm not saying anything about that. But what I've learned is, like, if I really want time away with, with Logan or with uh, my daughter, Riley, or my family, I've got to really plan ahead and counter, like, trips away. So, for example, that's that's sometimes, I never grew up camping. And I, one of the things that I know that a lot of people talk about is just great conversations that they have with their family and their kids when they're camping so we've scheduled some times to camp even though i have no idea what i'm doing it's uncomfortable for me i'm trying to figure out as i go um so we, we've <laughs> calendared that um you know one of the things that meg and i have been trying to do is is i never grew up learning how to cook so i want to learn how to cook and so we've we've been trying to calendar time once a night a week to, to cook a meal as a family and it could be a simple meal it could be pancakes it could just be some spaghetti or whatever but I know when we calendar that time and we say hey Thursday we're gonna be doing cooking time I know it's gonna happen in that time I know we're gonna have family conversation I know I know because I've set goals on faith talks and being a faith trainer that I'm gonna try to just bring up some faith conversation you know uh, m- maybe we're gonna add some prayer and that's nothing gonna be nothing big and no no lightning's going to hit. No flash, big things are going to happen. But it's going to be little steps mm. that we're taking towards our bigger goal of cultivating an environment for our kids to know and walk with Jesus. So mm. relentlessly pursuing them is—it look really—it looks like a calendar for me.
0: And that's—it uh, looks like it looks like it could be maybe a two-part thing where you have the planned times where you you make a plan, you calendar these yes. things in order to pursue your goals, and then you also have um, something that we talk about here at Englewood, and I know you do at Kingsland, yes. we talk about moments. We we call these mm-hmm. teachable moments. So another way to re- relentlessly pursue these goals is to be constantly looking for life moments to where we can right. really teach these and and really zero in on some of these goals. Right.
2: Yeah. You know, my what my uh my daughter last night, Riley. She's five. She was in a Christmas play last night and her class were a bunch of angels and uh did a phenomenal job you know getting four and five year olds to stand still for like (laughs) 45 minutes you know how difficult that can be but this morning she wakes up and you know I'm I'm just cuddling with her for a minute and I just said you know I saw some angels singing praises to to Jesus last night and she's smiling and I said you did so wonderful and I just took a moment it was a power power moments, right? Like what you're talking about. I just said, you know, Riley, you are created to do that, that, that you mm-hmm. are created to worship God. And you know what we, you were singing praises to our savior who has come. And that is, that was wonderful. And she's just smiling and, you know, it, it's like taking advantage of those moments and celebrating them, encouraging them. I think you're absolutely right, Jordan. I think that's, that's huge to capitalize that. But again, if you're not setting goals and you don't know, Hey, this is where we're going see, see what, what those do is they're driving my conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I want to cultivate environment for my, my kids to know and walk with Jesus. So my conversation, it's not like I'm forcing it or I'm like throwing up on them all the time, but I just know like, Hey, here's a moment where I can talk and I can just kind of steer them towards Christ. This is what I want to do. Like what, what you're saying. So.
1: Man, that's good. That is good, Joe. So, um, real quick, the, have you seen this, I mean, your kids are young. Uh, well to me with adult kids, your kids seem young. So have you seen this kind of work its way out, lived out in your kids, like maybe where they've started to emulate some of this or it's important to them to achieve goals or you seen any of that that just kind of jumps out at you?
2: I think, you know, I've been watching my kids carry out some of the things with, Mm -hmm. you know, inspiring others. Like we talk about that. That's one of our things. And, I'm leading my son's uh, Sunday night small group and uh, we had a young man in our group that was very, very quiet at the start of the semester and wasn't really opening up. And, uh, you know, my son came to me after the first couple and said, Hey, you know, so-and-so kind of sits by himself and he's been real quiet, you know, and and I'm trying to think about what to do. And so we had a great conversation and I said, Hey, man, reach out to him. And I want to see you, you talking with him, inspire others. That's what we're about, right? We want to inspire others to follow and know Jesus and, I've, it's been, it's been amazing. I've watched my son this whole semester kind of connect with him. He's been kind of a loner kid, but Logan's just reached out to him been talking to him. And the last meeting, uh, I saw my son playing chess with him. We were at the church kind of hanging uh-huh. out. And I said, I said, what were you, what were you guys talking about? He goes, well, I was just encouraging him that, man, I've really seen you grow a lot this semester. And, you know, you've really, uh, you know, come out of your show a little bit. And I said, well, what did he say? And he said, well, he just said, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been very, very fun. You know, so, you know, hmm. I, you know, that's good it's, stuff. It's man. wonderful. You know, they're inspiring others. But again, because we're, we're talking about the remember forever, he's able to see that we're able to celebrate that. And uh, it's just fun. It's just fun,
1: man. That's good. Wow. Man, this has been so helpful uh, to me just to kind of sort through as I'm getting ready to set to our, uh, my goals you know, for January coming up on 2022 and so forth. Sure. Here's what I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering about the guy, and maybe we'll wrap up here. I'm wondering about the guy sitting, listening to this podcast right now who this is for, and he's never done this before, and he's yeah. either overwhelmed by it or he's tried it before and just didn't get a great deal of success. And, and, uh, and he's already discounting it thinking like, this is like my gym membership last year. I started in January and I ended in January. Um, Yeah. You know, what do you say to the guy uh, or the family that's never done it before or been frustrated before? And they're now deciding, making the decision, do I do this again or not? What do you say to them?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up. First of all, I'm sure a lot of Englewood your Inglewood members are listening to this but even if they're not I'd say Inglewood Inglewood family reach out to Pastor Chris and Pastor Jordan mm. uh for help and guidance those you you two guys I know set goals and you love your family as well and I just got to be honest like I I didn't learn all this stuff on my own I've mm-hmm. had men and women in my life that have inspired me and have guided me and shown me you know how to keep pursuing goals and and when I was discouraged, they encouraged me. So I would say, reach out to your, your pastors, your staff of your church, uh, for guidance on this for direction, because that's what they're there for. They, they want to love, they want to serve. And I would say, I would say this too. Hey, the only way to fail when it comes to goal setting is not to set goals. There you go. Yeah. I, I really feel that. I really feel if you set a goal and let's just say you only accomplish 20% of that goal, I'd say you, you are still successful. So, for example, one of my my goals was to read 12 books this year, a book a month, and it looked like I'm going to finish with maybe eight. So I did not hit my goal. And so some people might think, oh, you failed. You didn't hit your goal. But the way I think about it is I read eight more books Hmm. that I wouldn't have read had I not set that goal, had I not wanted to read some goals. So, you know, sometimes in football, the goal is to score a touchdown, but you just need to get a first down. That's right. You know, the goal is to, you know, to score runs in baseball, but sometimes you just got to get on base. That's right. And so so don't be you know, discouraged by setting big goals. The 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 failure is not to set goals, not to be intentional, uh, to just kind of like throw your family and your marriage up to chance. And that's not at all what we're called to do biblically Mm -hmm. as men and women um, who are are leaders in our marriages and leaders in our homes. I think we're called to be intentional. We're called to have to be purposeful. We're called to dream and we're called to rely on the Lord uh, for guidance. So. Man, it's so good, Joe.
1: That is so good. Man, I'm telling you, this has been an amazing time together with you. Thank you for setting aside time to hang out with us on the show, and uh, mm. we're grateful for it. Thank you for your work, these articles. Folks, we're going to put those down in the show notes so that you'll have a link to them. I commend them to you and pass them along as well. If you have feedback on the subject, I hope you'll let us know at the contact information that follows. But uh, other than that, thanks for joining us for episode 21, and we'll catch you again soon. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on iTunes to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.